When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. It's Wisconsin's most complete farm show. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Well, it doesn't seem as bad out there this morning as it was yesterday morning. What's happening in your backyard? Morning, everybody. Fabulous farm babe, Pam Youngke. Glad you're along with us. Hey, don't forget, now is a good time to use our Midwest Farm Report talk text line. You can let me know if you've got frost in your backyard, if you've noticed any damage on your plants or your flowers. Uh, Very simple. You can talk or text The number is 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Let me know what's happening in your backyard. Like I said, today looks like we're going to improve. Sunny day on the way. 65 are expected high. Tonight, overnight lows probably down to around 40. For Thursday, 67 are expected high. Friday, clouds and 67 And Saturday, that's when we've got about a 23% chance of rain in the forecast, still staying up around 65 degrees. So hopefully some of that overnight lows that we've been worried about with frost and freeze warnings is behind us. We'll talk weather with Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist, coming up. And today we are celebrating May is Beef Month, along with our friends from the Wisconsin Beef Council. We need you and your rain gauge. It's time for the Rural Mutual Rainfall Report, and we need you to text your rainfall reports to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from, because every month we'll pick a winner that will get a digital weather station, courtesy of the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. As far as agriculture is concerned, Wisconsin is a leader in many areas, dairy, of course, being number one. But another area that we really are leaders in is meat processing. Our small meat processing plants around the state of Wisconsin produce some of the best sausage and cold cuts that you will get any place in the country. And it's an important part of our agricultural industry. And Pam, some folks are doing some things to give that industry more voice, aren't they? That's right, Bob. I think sometimes we forget just how big Wisconsin's meat processing industry really is. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. I learned more about it by talking with Kevin Ladwig. He's with Johnsonville Sausage, and he is one of the new members of the Wisconsin Meat Caucus. Now, this caucus represents more than 500 meat processors across the state, small, medium, and large, those mom-and-pop shops that you go to for deer venison, that you go to for fair processing. Those are the people that are now making up Wisconsin's Meat Caucus, and Kevin says the goal is to help state officials recognize the importance of the meat processing industry and what they need to continue to grow. Yeah, you said it well, Pam. You know, this is a huge industry, very important one for the state of Wisconsin. You know, the industry puts out about $44 billion in economic output. So one of the more significant industries in our state and one certainly worth investing in. Over 100,000 people are employed by meat processors throughout the state. And it's really interesting, Pam, of the 72 counties we have in the state of Wisconsin, 68 are represented by having at least one meat processing facility. So we're literally 
north, south, and east, west across the state. Now, you folks are so serious about making sure that this gets some attention that you've actually formed a Wisconsin Meat Caucus. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, that's right, Pam. We we have formed a caucus. It's really an attempt to align the 500-some meat processors across the state in terms of how we can best speak to the challenges and issues that we have. And really, we've come together. Uh, everyone's been involved from small, medium to large operations. And we really, we've honed in on three areas that we think are most important for the industry. You know, the first one is, is talent development, having a talent pipeline, making sure that we have adequate talent to help staff and support our industry. Infrastructure uh, is a second one, which is really around plant and new equipment, maybe to help modernize some of the plants in our state. And lastly, you know, there needs to be an inspector overseeing operations at every one of those establishments. And we certainly need help while having more state inspectors in these operations to make sure that plants are following all the regulations that our industry has. So those three areas really are the areas the state has aligned and our caucus is really talking about. I want to ask you, Kevin, from your perspective as someone that was in the meat industry, not a rookie by any stretch of the imagination, Johnsonville Sausage, tell me what you learned, what chinks in the armor became very apparent about a year ago. Well, what's really important to note is that uh, many of the processes across the state were really busting at the seams uh, for the last couple of years and really not having enough infrastructure or the ability to absorb a lot of the demand. And a lot of the demand really comes from consumers who want to buy local. They want to support local farmers. They perhaps want to support local businesses, which oftentimes are family-owned businesses. So they were already overwhelmed. And on top of that, as you mentioned a year ago, when COVID hit, we certainly saw some of the challenges that our supply chain had nationally. Many of us saw shortages of our favorite products, including meat at the grocery store, which really brought to light that when a large operation, regardless of where it is, goes down, that really creates a lot of disruption in the supply chain and our our goods, including food. So the good fortune that we have is that within the state, we have all these smaller processors that can certainly help support that. And I think that demand on top of COVID really led to kind of where we are today, which is huge demand for products coming from small, medium, large operations. And really, most of the processors across the state will tell you that their backlog now, Pam, goes well into 2022, sometimes into 2023. So there's huge demand out there. We have a great infrastructure established. We simply want to energize it even more than what it is today. I want people to understand that uh, the meat processing industry is a science. It is a technical skill, which is why I'm glad to see that the Wisconsin Meat Caucus is focusing a lot of attention on things like technical colleges. Uh, that that ready-to-go talent, Kevin, has got to be a little frustrating at times. It sure is. We desperately need kind of industry-ready talent. And we're working really hard on trying to create an infrastructure or a roadmap to be able to do that. You know, oftentimes our industry is not very well understood and people kind of bump into it by accident when they're looking for career choices. We want to make sure that we get our message out that there's many careers in our industry, oftentimes family supporting careers. We think technical schools can certainly play a vital role in supporting students or adult learners who perhaps want to learn more about the industry or perhaps want to make a career of it in our industry. 
or perhaps even want to start up their own business, which oftentimes we're seeing more entrepreneurs looking at the meat industry as a possible opportunity. So regardless of where you want to plug into the industry, we certainly want to share with you all the opportunity we have because this certainly is a growing industry. Again, we're joined by Kevin Ladwig from uh, Johnsonville Sausage, and they are focused in on a Wisconsin meat industry bipartisan caucus. There are several different elements to the governor's budget, as well as additional uh, language that's being worked on at the state capitol by senators and representatives that's designed to shore up and enhance our meat processing industry. Now, what is the meat caucus doing now Kevin, because this is a long, drawn-out process. I want to make sure that we're giving people a sense of tempo. And what can meat processors, people that prefer to buy local, people that witnessed the disruption last year, what can they do to help this conversation? Yeah, great question, Pam. And really, the caucus is really focused on getting our message out, uh, educating those who perhaps aren't familiar with the industry, some of the challenges that we talked about, as well as how they can help. And quite simply... Uh, the way you can help is reach out to your elected officials. Share with them that you're supportive of the Wisconsin meat industry. Make sure they know how important this is to you. Perhaps your family buys from a local processor that you want to help support. Let them know that. You know, elected officials do want to hear our voice. Uh, we welcome anyone who wants to support the industry. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't say as well, Pam, you know, deer hunting in the state of Wisconsin is a iconic thing. goes back many, many generations we should forget about the deer hunters out there, too, who oftentimes take their game to some of these small local processors uh, for, uh, for making everything from you know, sausage to, uh, to jerky and other products. Uh, very important for the industry as well. But reach out to your electric officials. Let them know that you're supportive and that you really want to see our industry remain strong and continue to grow. Well, and I'm just thinking about all the county fair kids out there that all all of a sudden have a whole new respect for their meat processors. Uh, Those family voices could resonate pretty well, too. They sure could. This is a tight-knit element within the industry, Pam. We we have to all work together. Farmers can't do their thing without meat processors. Meat processors can't serve their customers downstream and stakeholders. So we all have to work together together. It certainly is a strong industry, and I think by working together, we can become even stronger. Can you share with us, Kevin, how the initial response has been from those elected officials that uh, the Meat Caucus has been able to contact? I think it's been very positive. I think everyone is beginning to understand the importance of the industry, how widespread the industry is, how important these businesses are for local rural communities, Pam. Uh, we shouldn't forget that. So many jobs are created and supported. Families are supported by some of these more rural, smaller operations that crisscross across the, uh, the entire state. So the response has been very, very positive so far. We have another few months to go before the budget process is complete, so we certainly aren't done yet. So uh, by all means, continue to share that, and we'd certainly welcome your support. Excellent. Kevin Ladwig along with us. He is from Johnsonville Sausage, a member of the Wisconsin Meat Caucus, just trying to keep that conversation up with meat processors, regardless of size across the state, our technical schools, universities, Department of Ag officials, their priority items, infrastructure support for facilities and equipment, workforce and talent development, and increasing staffing at the state meat inspector level to support those expanded operations. And it's all being discussed right now down at the state capitol. Kevin Ladwig, part of Wisconsin's brand new Meat Caucus.
From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. Wondering what the weather is going to be like today? Ag meteorologist Stu Muck will join us in moments right here on the Midwest Farm Report. There have been multiple instances of scammers impersonating Madison police officers and detectives. A 27-year-old man told officers he was contacted by MPD officer Rick Foster and the caller ID displayed the MPD North District's main number. The victim was asked to send money through a money app. The victim later confirmed with MPD that this was a scam and nobody by the name of Rick Foster is employed with MPD. These types of calls are scams with people impersonating the authorities and conjuring up different schemes to people into giving them money. Remember, scammers can spoof your caller ID. Please visit the Federal Trade Commission Consumer Information website for more details on these types of scams and steps you can take to protect yourself. If you have any information regarding similar scams, please contact Madison Area Crime Stoppers at 266-6014 or on the web at p3tips.com. Individuals contacting Crime Stoppers can remain anonymous and may be eligible for a cash reward. You rarely think about it, and it often goes unnoticed until your basement or building floods. A reliable sump pump can be a lifesaver, preventing flooding by detecting water levels and pumping the water back outside, away from your home or business. If your sump pump isn't functioning, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. They can replace your existing sump pump, floats, and check valves. They'll even upgrade your current system to include a battery backup system. The battery makes sure your system continues to work in the event of a power outage. Away from home, receive pump activation alerts on your smart device. Enjoy peace of mind and improve the value of your property with an upgraded sump pump from Benjamin Plumbing. Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. All right, time for your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update on a Wednesday. And I'm reminding you again about our Midwest Farm Report talk text line 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. You might be telling me about uh, Frosty Freezy again this morning. Stumach Ag Meteorologist along with us. So the Madison area is, is I, I will call it mild compared to everybody else this morning. But boy, I got to worry about my folks up in Cranberry Country. What's going on out there? It's still on the cold side, and I'm looking up toward Boston. They've got, you know, 31 degrees this morning. And, of course, there's freeze warnings still for Adams, Juneau, Monroe, Trempeleau, Wood Portage County, up to Clark and Marathon, you know, right in that area where, where cranberries are big business and where dairy farming isn't all that small either. But a very chilly morning there. The rest of us still under the frost advisory all until about 8 this morning. High pressure is just off to the southeast. Our skies have stayed clear. That's why it's cooled off so sharply again in most of the areas overnight. Although there are a lot more upper 30s or close to 40 readings this morning in many areas. 
but still in that uh, that Boston area area is north. It is on the very chilly side. High pressure will make for sunny skies. Another good-looking day with more moderation. I think we start pulling away from that talk of frost and freezing as we start making our way through the later part of the week. Thursday and Friday, not as great of a possibility for things to be frosty, and that's probably the better news. Those temperatures still not too far. You know, unfortunately, it's still going to be uh, at normal at best, and that's in the upper 60s now. Believe it or not, lacrosse should be at 71 right now for a normal high. We're just not quite going to get there in that neighborhood heading into the weekend, and that's great. Now, we've talked of low pressure that's going to pass by just to the south, and that's the reason we'll have to mention a bit of a rain chance, most likely now showing up toward late Friday evening or into Friday night. And then again, a very scattered hit-or-miss type shower chance Saturday even into the day Sunday. Not real widespread, not going to rain things out, not going to flood us out. But now and again, a few scattered showers of possibility with those systems passing just off to the south. And that's the reason there may very well be a little damp condition as we make our way through the weekend. And even on toward early next week, that possibility of a hit or miss shower does continue. We're not going to add that much moisture, but that chance of rain is one we'll have to deal with. And temperatures that will do their best to be back to more normal levels once we head on into next week. And that's probably the big news. That somewhat more mild air starting to feel more like it should for the later part of May. I'll have forecast details right after this. Everyone at the Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board lives and breathes Wisconsin soybeans and can be your knowledgeable ally in the field and at home. With important grower alerts, timely production advice and industry news, and expert-generated grower research, we are the resource to help your crop and business thrive. Stay in the know and connect with the Wisconsin soybean community by finding Badger Bean on Facebook or by visiting badgerbean.com. All business owners want the same thing, to make their business succeed. At Rural Mutual, they help that happen. As the third largest writer of commercial business in Wisconsin, they take the time to learn your business so they can properly protect you. Call your local agent today or visit RuralMutual.com. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Yeah, I see the home farm up in Abrams this morning, a crisp 30 degrees. I'm glad our seat is still under the ground, Stu, but it's a tough morning for anything above it. Yeah, it sure is. At uh, Frosty Start, the Frost Advisory till 8 for most of us, the Freeze Warning till 8 for folks in Juneau, Adams, Monroe County, and areas north. Although I do expect after a frosty start, we'll have a nice sunny day, and it sounds very nice. A lot of low 60s popping up today, probably a mid-60 at La Crosse, as winds will be out of the northwest at about 5 into the nighttime. Clear skies, still a chance of a little frostiness at uh, at. Uh, at Mauston, of course, in that Juneau-Adams County area. Be on the alert for that. The rest of us is clear and cool. We stay in the upper 30s, low 30s toward Mauston, and winds become west around 5. Mostly sunny on Thursday, up into the mid-60s, even upper 60s at La Crosse. West winds at 5. Sunny on Friday. A few more clouds start to edge in. Upper 60s again with the south winds at 5. And that small possibility of a little bitty scattered shower 
could pop in late Friday and that scattered shower chance around towards Saturday afternoon, Pam, and that hit or miss, you know, you may see some raindrops, your neighbor may not, but that's the chance we're faced with heading for the weekend. Well, we do have to talk about the fact that we are going to need another dribble of rain here pretty quick, but right now I'm more concerned about the temperatures. Yeah, and that's just a cool start. Get through today and, and from Austin tomorrow morning, and then we're kind of looking much better. All right, sounds good. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You bet. Take care. Stumach, Greg, meteorologist with your Compure Financial Ag Weather Update. Compure Financial, your financial partner, committed to agriculture in rural America. Visit Compure.com. Don't forget, looking for your talk text contributions this morning. You got frost? Are you worried about a crop? Are you worried about your fruit trees? That Midwest Farm Report talk text line is 877-301-3276. That's 877-301-FARM. A way for you to communicate directly with me anytime you'd like. We've got a celebration of May Beef Month coming up. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Stock up on all your spring farm essentials right now at Blaine's Farm and Fleet. From feed to farm supplies, hardware to auto parts to household supplies, you'll find everything you need to keep your projects moving along. Right now, when you buy four 50-pound bags of AgriMaster 32% cattle concentrate feed, you'll get the fifth one free. Save on 50-pound blocks of Champion's Choice white salt blocks. On sale, $5.49. Help protect your horses from fly bites with Farnham's Super Mask Fly Control with Ears or Classic Extra Large with out ears. Your choice, $15.99. And take 10% off Bayland's six rail utility gates. Plus, check out these great doorbuster deals. Take $5 off Blue Buffalo 30 pound bags of life protection dog food. And stock up on Stanley 40 pound bags of premium alfalfa cubes or pellets. Your choice, $11.99. Find your must have items in store or buy online and pick up in our convenient drive through. And now, if you order by noon, try our new same day local delivery option. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. Looking for that unique one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. You rarely think about it, and it often goes unnoticed until your basement or building floods. A reliable sump pump can be a lifesaver, preventing flooding by detecting water levels and pumping the water back outside, away from your home or business. If your sump pump isn't functioning, contact your friends at Benjamin Plumbing. They can replace your existing sump pump, floats, and check valves. They'll even upgrade your current system to include a battery backup system. The battery makes sure your system continues to work in the event of a power outage. Away from home? Receive pump activation alerts on your smart device. Enjoy peace of mind and improve the value of your property with an upgraded sump pump from Benjamin Plumbing. 
Hi, Dale Benjamin with Benjamin Plumbing. When we say your plumbing problem is fixed, we mean it. No excuses, I guarantee it. Contact Benjamin Plumbing at BenjaminPlumbing.com. Now you've got a friend in the plumbing business. Benjamin Plumbing. You'll need what's under the hood to make noise. Or you'll miss the real noise. Hammered one deep Interstate All Battery Center in Middleton carries long-lasting car and truck batteries for power-hungry fans of the game. After all, you'd rather listen to a brewer than a bummer. Your soundtrack of summer relies on Interstate All Battery Center in Middleton. Interstate batteries. Outrageously dependable. Mmm. Need to get some rest. This is the worst headache ever. Mm, right arm's all tingly all of a sudden. Must have slept on the last night. I keep losing my balance. These old bones need some exercise. Granddaddy, what you just said doesn't even make sense. It sounds like gibberish. Signs like these could be more than what they seem. They could be a sign of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Sudden trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Julie Bowen for the March of Dimes, asking you to help save premature babies. As a mother of three healthy boys, it makes me sad to think that more than a million babies around the world die every year because they're born too soon, and that our country has one of the highest rates of infant death of any developed country. Let's work together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchOfDimes.com to find out how you can make a difference in your community and around the world. Did we need a lot of liquor last night after that Milwaukee Bucks atrocious game? What the hell happened? 87 points they gave up in the first half? It's just, it's this team, dude. I, it takes, I, I, told, I said a couple weeks ago, I was giving out mental health tips to, to some of my listeners and my friends. And we were talking about the Brewers and bunting and the Packers and linebackers. And I just said, just stop watching the Bucks. Just don't watch them. You sound like because me. This team, this team, dude, and I love them and I'm going to cheer for them. And I'm going to get way, way too irrationally upset when they eventually lose in the second round of the playoffs or the Eastern Conference Finals. Who is this? Is this Grant Bills? But, dude, this team, man, I like. I figured they were going to rest half of their guys last night. How do you – and, like, Bud will get into his press story. He'll be like, well, you know, we have the seating kind of locked up. And it's like, well, people convince themselves that losing this time of year is just fine. Like, last year before the bubble, it's like, well, they'll flip the switch. Don't worry. It's like, well, no. I I don't know. I'm so frustrated with this team. Like, they had an opportunity to get better seeding, too. Like, wow, the Nets been like banged me. up in Philly, and they just didn't take advantage of it. And I, they've been pushing me and pushing me, Evo, and I'm getting sick of it. And I didn't picture them losing to the Spurs last night, but here we are. So I got to. Well, deal not, with that today, Grant, too. not only did they lose to the Spurs who were a 10 seed, but they got throttled. They got their asses handed to them. They gave up 87 points in the first half. Grant, they, yeah. I mean, I know they won five games in a row leading up to that point, uh, but now they're a game back of Brooklyn for the second seed in the East with only four games to play, and you were talking about that switch to be flipped. 
is this, should we now be getting concerned about the Bucks? Or, hey, it's still regular season. They'll flip the switch come playoff time. I, I think the flipping of a switch thing, I, I don't think that's real. Like, unless you're the, the 73-win Golden State Warriors, I, I don't think flipping a switch in the postseason is real. Like, Kyrie Irving said it a couple of years ago with Boston, and they lost in the second round. We, we said it about the Bucks last year, and then they ended up losing the Heat. And let's be real, if they would have played any team worth a darn in the first round, they probably would have lost in the first round, but they were playing the Magic, who aren't any good. I just, I, we, we, I, think it's, I think it's a fake narrative when people say, oh, well, they'll flip the switch in the playoffs. I don't, I don't think it works that way, not unless you're an all-time great team, and I don't, like, I like the Bucks, but they're not the, the 2016 Warriors. I, I don't know if it's time to worry. I think it's just time to be stressed about the team. Oh, that's all the time. We're always stressed about the team because that's all they ever do to us. Uh, Grant Bills with the Wisco Sports Show joining us right now. Check his show at 4 to 6 here on uh, Lacrosse, Eau Claire, as well as the Madison area. So, Grant, speaking of things to worry about, are you getting worried more about the Aaron Rodgers Packers drama, or where are you standing at right now? Do you think Rodgers will uh, play for the Packers, uh, sit out, or be on another team coming up? First of all, the way you segue from one topic to the next really is a. I mean, it's, it's a joy to listen to. It's a joy to be a part of. First of all, i gotta, I got to say that. The, the worrying about well, Rodgers, I, I don't know. Everybody seems so pessimistic. The only people who seem positive that they could make this work and fix it are like former Packers. You got James Jones and A.J. Hawk. And I saw Tyler Dunn yesterday announced he's dropping a story today. He talked to a former Packer. I don't know who that is yet. Like, those are the guys who seem positive. And then everybody else thinks that this is done that Rodgers is moving along. You're Rob Demoskis, you're Rob Reichels, who wrote a good piece yeah, this Robbie. weekend. I know you're, you're buddies with Rob. So, I, I don't know. If I'm just reading the room and listening to what everybody else says, because I know very little about this, I'm just an observer, right? I'm just on the outside. I just talk about it. I, you got to think that the chances are that he won't be back, right? And I argue with listeners about this every day who thinks that this story is fake and who thinks that this is all a bunch of baloney. Yeah, it's, it's fake news. It's fake news, Grant Bills. Okay, it's fake news. Exactly, exactly. Adam Schefter made it all up and blah, 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 blah. And I, that's not true. Now, maybe it isn't as bad as everybody thinks, and maybe he will be back. But the idea that this is all fake, that's... that's okay, well, let's say, he, let's say he is back, right? Do you sure. think that all of this drama is going to be cause for a, you know, a, a nice little uh, you know, singing kumbaya in the locker room? Well, Evo, you were... You were much older for the '90s Bulls than I was, so you you, you speak to this like yeah, Rodgers is no Jordan. Back, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he does come back, I, I do think it creates this weird dynamic where it's like, all right, I guess we got we got one last run at this, and potentially that could be good. I, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers played fantastic last year after they drafted Jordan Love. Maybe he just needs something to be angry about, and if they're able to get him to come back for one last dance. Like they did with Jordan, not to not to be corny, but maybe that creates like a really uncomfortable but really really productive dynamic. Because we know your barn smells like money. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Partly sunny skies today, 65 are expected high. Partly sunny tomorrow and 67. Same thing on Friday with a few more clouds. 67 degrees. Like I mentioned before, uh, don't be afraid to let me know what's happening in your garden, in your fields, especially over the past uh, 48 hours with all the frost freeze concerns that we've had out there, especially you apple producers or maybe it's you strawberry growers. 
Uh, use the Midwest Farm Report talk text line and let me know what's happening this morning. That number is 877-301-FARM. Again, 877-301-3276. I'm Pam Yankee. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Wednesday. So today, the 12th day of May, on this day in 2008, a massive earthquake rocked China, 7.9 magnitude. 69,000 people were killed, 18,000 missing, 4.8 million that were homeless, considered the deadliest earthquake in China since 1976. Also on this day, back in 1982, a Spanish priest tried to assassinate Pope John Paul II. Now, I vaguely remember the details about that one. Uh, The Pope escaped with minor injuries, but part of the reason why I remember it is from that point forward, the Pope was always in a Pope-mobile. Remember those white vehicles that were bulletproof? That's how the Pope kind of visited folks from that point forward. All right, now you know. And I'm happy to welcome back with us Ashley Hewen with the Steffes Auction Group. Remember online, S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. And Ashley's been kind of educating us about the auction business 2021 and where we're headed. You know, one thing that uh, I hadn't thought about, quite honestly, Ashley, is how many people Steffes Auctions got behind the scenes to make sure that everybody's auction is a success. Just give us a little sense on all the staff, all the specialists that Steffes Auctions got to make, like I said, every auction a success. Well, Pam, right now we're over 100 employees within the company. And, and you're right. When we have an auction, we don't leave anything to chance. You only get one chance to do an auction. We tell people that. So, you know, you got to do it right the first time, okay? So it does take a lot of people. So it always starts with the sales reps who work and live within your community. Uh, they get a service area, and, and then they have to work within that service area. So it starts with them coming out, listening trying to figure out what's going to work best for you, working with you, the client. Uh, You might have one thing to sell. You might have a whole farm line to sell. And we have different programs for different people and different situations. So uh, that's where it really starts. And and once we get engaged and, and, and we're talking about what your sale has on it and this and that, of course, right away we want to start that advertising. That's really important. We have teams of people who work with just internet advertising and then we have teams of people who work with print media and it is a really involved process again we don't take anything for granted we also know different parts of the country by different things so we're going to tailor every auction is going to be a custom advertising scenario for every single farm retirement that we do because not there are no two farms that have all the same equipment and and so that's why we do the things we do. And then when you talk about um, trying to get everybody to the website to get all the information, you know, the Internet, um, it, I always look at the Internet like a freeway, right? But not every auction company has a shop on an off-ramp. And, and that's how you get people to your website. You, it's keyword searches. It's Google. It's Facebook. It's all those things, Pam. And you know as well as I do how important advertising is. 
Oh, for sure. And just constantly keeping the client apprised of what you're doing. That's the other thing. The The line of communication at Steffes Auction Group is really pretty incredible how you, you, you handhold people through the process. Because like you said, Ashley, this is likely something that's only going to happen once in your life. Yes, it is. And, and you know your equipment better than anybody. So it is truly a team effort. It's not just Throw an ad in the paper and cross your fingers, hope people show up. That is absolutely not what we do here. Uh, it is a very involved process, and it's not just the sales rep either. There's an advertising team behind you. There's a setup team that comes out and makes sure that everything's looking and set up the way it should because every single piece of, of what we do within the process adds value to your farm auction. Now, Ashley, last week we had been talking about a catalog that Steffes Auction Group actually has published uh, that takes a look back at auction values on different things from 2020. Tell me a little bit more about that again, and then remind folks, if they want to take a look at that, uh, it's kind of the blue book, if you will, of farm auctions, folks. If they want to get their hands on that, they, they, all they have to do is basically call or email, right? Yes, truly. And so every year we publish our price guide, which is, the previous year's sold results. Um, and we had such a big year last year that the book got quite large. We had to cut out a bunch of the small stuff that's irrelevant, but, you know, all the big farm equipment and construction equipment's in there, along with what time of year it was sold, um, the full description in there, and, of course, what everybody wants to know is what did it bring, right? So that's all there, uh, everything from the past year. Of course, you can get most of that information off our website. If you go to archived auctions, you can look through the individual auctions. You can do a search, and, and you can get that information there as well. Ashley Hewn, along with us from the Steffes Auction Group. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. And if you want to reach out to them via the phone, here's their number, 920-442-5600. Seventy-seven. Let me give that to you again. 920-442-5677. And like I said, I call it the blue book of farm auctions. If you want to lay your hands on that information, like they said, that's the other nice part, Ashley, uh, Steffes Auction Group. It's all about transparency. It absolutely is. You know, and if you're going to do a sale with us, we want to tell you what's going to happen before it happens. And there's going to be no surprises. And at the end of the day, uh, we hope it brings more than what we say it does. That's that's what we all hope for. (laughs) Very good, Ashley. Well, have a good week, and we will catch up with you next week, all right? Take care, Pam. What a good guy. Thanks, Ashley. All right, today is the big day. The World Ag Supply Demand Report out at 11 a.m. Central Time. Markets are firm in front of it. December corn's up four cents right now at 6.15 a bushel. November beans are up 12 at 14.44. July wheat, six cents stronger at 7.48. Barrel cheese yesterday was down a half at 169. 40-pound black cheese up a quarter at 177. Double-A butter that finished three cents stronger on Tuesday at 181 and a quarter per pound. Right now, June milk is up 43 cents at 1943 a hundredweight. July milk up 42 cents at 1981 a hundredweight. Well, May is beef month, and I'll tell you what, in Wisconsin, 
We know that involves a grill. We know that involves a lot of activities. And in just moments, we are going to be visiting with Caitlin Riley from the Wisconsin Beef Council. She's their new communications coordinator, and she's got a lot of things going on for the month of May. Celebrating May as Beef Month with the Wisconsin Beef Council. That's next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. You shouldn't have to climb your way up a gnarly mountainside to seek answers to tough business questions from a philosophical guru. The Wicked Smart webinar can do that for you. It's an informative live webinar for business leaders, owners, and management hosted by Midwest Family Madison. Get free information and strategies from insiders, owners, and professionals. Tomorrow at 1.30, join the Wicked Smart webinar with Michelle Millard, professional EOS implementer. Learn her five simple leadership skills to make your company more profitable in 2021. You'll simplify your work life and set your company up for record profit. Register now at wickedsmartwebinar.com. Once you sign up, you're in. Can't attend? Don't worry. You can watch the recording at your convenience. Get Wicked Smart with the Wicked Smart webinar and Midwest Family Madison. Visit WickedSmartWebinar.com. If you drive a car, truck, SUV, or vehicle of any kind, you need GetUpside, the free gas app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. That's right. With the free GetUpside gas app, you can get up to $0.25 cents a gallon cash back every time you buy gas. Nearly 3 million people have earned cash back with GetUpside just for buying gas. I always use GetUpside. Some months, I make 200 to $300. I love getting money back for things I use every day. It's just free money for buying gas. There's no catch. It's simple. And you get your cash back right away. Download the free GetUpside app now in the App Store or Google Play to save up to 25 cents per gallon when you buy gas. Use promo code MONEY for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's up to 50 cents per gallon on your next fill-up. You can cash out anytime to PayPal or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Earn cash back on gas on every fill-up. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code MONEY for a 25 cent per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code MONEY. Roses are red, violets are blue, and you bet she'll be talking farming with you. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. It is time again for Checkoff Chats. That's courtesy of your Checkoff Dollars, uh, the Wisconsin Beef Council, your coordinator, research, education, and promotion, everything that you want to know about beef. May is Beef Month for the state of Wisconsin. I know for some of you, you're going to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought it was later in the year. Well, a couple years back, we put our stamp on May as Beef Month because really that's when we start the grilling season, although in Wisconsin we know that's a year-round activity. Joining us in studio today is the new committee communications coordinator for the Wisconsin Beef Council, and that's our friend Caitlin Riley. Glad to have you, kiddo. I know it's a relatively new post for you. How's things going? Things have been great. You know, it was funny when I first accepted this position, I had a lot of people message me and say, wait, I thought you were a dairy girl. What's going on? What are you doing? And I I would say to them, they already know, but, you know, dairy plays such a big role in our beef industry, so it feels like you're stepping back into home anytime you talk to someone in Wisconsin agriculture. Well, and when it comes to promoting Wisconsin agriculture, Caitlin fills that bill, of course, as a former Alice 
in Dairyland, too. So let's talk about the plans promoting May as Beef Month. Answer the question, Caitlin. Why do we pick May as Beef Month in Wisconsin? Well, as you noted, Pam, this is a great time for us to kick off to grilling season. I always say we're fortunate to have four very full seasons in Wisconsin, but you know once that weather picks up, even if we get a hot day in February, people are firing up the grill. So May is just that time where we're consistently decent weather. It's fun to get outside, get those grills going. We have Mother's Day. We have Memorial Day. So many excuses to get out there. And I think it's a great way to start packing that promotion before we enter into June, July, and just keep it rolling all through the summer. And we do have a big beef industry in Wisconsin. I know that we're America's dairy land. I'm a dairy farm girl myself, but we rank 12th in the U.S. for the cattle feeding industry with nearly 14,000 beef farms. And we can't forget those almost 7,000 dairy farms that also contribute to that. Well, and that's the thing you forget. Those are That's a substantial number of farms that are impacted and watching to see how consumers are selecting their beef. And that's the other thing. Uh, now, in light of the pandemic and everybody's concern about uh, how their health is, and beef plays a critical role in that, and we have to keep telling them about it. Yeah, so beef provides those 10 essential nutrients, you know, protein, iron, zinc, those B vitamins. It's really easy, especially for me, to eat a lean cut of beef. Now, we do a lot of things to try to get the message across about beef for the month of May. Let's talk a little bit about some of the fun events that the Wisconsin Beef Council and your beef checkoff dollars have going on. The first one I want to focus in on is the perfect kind of run for a woman with my physique, a virtual run. Tell me about this uh, burgers and buns fun run. You know, the pandemic hasn't been friendly to my waistline either, so I'm excited for the excuse to do this virtually as well. And I think people are very excited about this because it's something that they can do and they can choose to do it at their own convenience and own location. And so it's a virtual race that's going to be held the week of May 24th through the 31st. So it's going to be a great way to finalize our salute to these farmers. And some people have been asking, what's that look like? What does a virtual race mean? Well, all you do is register. Go to beeftips.com and it's right there on our homepage. You can click register now. And what you do is you just decide what day during that week do you want to get out with your friends, family. Maybe if you're self-conscious, you want to do it by yourself. And we are going going to send everyone who registers a box that has what they need when it comes to beef swag. We do have t-shirts, but we had to close the deadline to get those ordered. We did order extra, but it will be limited. So if you still want to participate and get a Burgers and Buns Fun Run t-shirt, they're really adorable. Make sure you get on that ball sooner rather than later, and we'll try to make sure we get you the size that you need. We're also going to send tongs, meat thermometers, things that you need to keep going with the grilling season. And what's really great about this is we partnered with Wisconsin Farm Bureau for the effort, and all proceeds are going to benefit the Wisconsin Food and Farm Support Fund. And so that encourages markets for our farmers to continue selling their high-value products, and it also helps these food pantries offer them for families in need. We saw that need during the pandemic, so we're happy to help. And, you know, I know registrations are still filing in, but we're getting close to almost $4,000 that's going to go to that fund. That's wonderful. That is really wonderful. Caitlin Riley and studio with us, the brand new communications coordinator for the Wisconsin Beef Council. This is Checkoff Chats. Another event and partnership that the Wisconsin Beef Council has extended is with our Farm Wisconsin Discovery Center up in the Manitowoc area. What's going to be going on up there, Caitlin? It's going to be a month-long salute to our beef producers. And even if you are involved in the agriculture industry, I would recommend visiting that center. There's a lot of interactive displays and exhibits that's good for, I think, anyone of all backgrounds. And we're going to help contribute to that with 
with informative displays about the beef industry. We have a Wisconsin beef ambassador who's going to be taking cattle there on one of her free days to be able to help educate there. But we're also doing some cooking classes with Sarah Agna. You might recognize her. She's our director of nutrition for the Wisconsin Beef Council. And you can sign up to learn how to cook these recipes. There's going to be limited space. So again, just like the fun run, you want to sign up sooner rather than later. We just had one of these events. Another one is going to happen May 13th. 22nd and 27th. And at the one that we recently hosted, it was a Mediterranean beef flank steak pita. Doesn't that just sound good? (laughs) Especially right now. Uh, Let's talk also about uh, the value of beef to Wisconsin's economy and the sustainability message that's become so critical for consumers as well as for farmers, Caitlin. Beef producers have been on that page for a long time. They have, and that's something where we really saw highlighted on Earth Day. And the Wisconsin Beef Council worked with the contractor of the Beef Checkoff Program and CBA to help share that sustainability message because we want to counter any myths that are out there to not only benefit our producers, but also give consumers the confidence they need when they're making those choices in the grocery store. We know that today's beef farmers are producing the same amount of beef with 33% fewer cattle than they did in 1977. We're continuing to advance and adapt in the United States to do things more efficiently and environmentally friendly. And so that's something that we've been pushing, not only on Earth Day, but we're going to continue sharing that message. We asked a couple of producers to help us by writing letters to the editors, to their local newspapers. That's something anyone can do in their own spare time. They don't need to network with us to do that. If they want help, we're certainly there at the Wisconsin Beef Council to guide them with that. We've also dedicated in our social media plan Thursdays to be our sustainable sustainability days where we're sharing infographics and real statistics about the environmental impacts of beef so that people can share those themselves and become educated if they're having those elevator chats or just grocery store conversations. And what I'm really excited about is we're starting to do social media takeovers as well on Tuesdays. And that's a chance for farmers to directly connect with people. They're sharing the behind the scenes of their operations. And we know we have a big diversity in Wisconsin. We know these operations each look different. So let's hear from them about why they do what they do and how it's effective for them. Yeah, and that has already begun, and it looks like it's been very successful with one of the first campaigns, Rebecca Hilby, Grant County Dairy Farmer. So again, changing up who people identify as a beef producer. Absolutely. She's been great with being able to market brown Swiss beef to a lot of her producers. Next week, we have Laura Daniels, who's going to be hopping on board. We have Jerry Carey, who's willing to come on with us, and then our beef ambassadors are signing up. And I want to extend the invitation to anyone out there. If you have a story to tell, reach out to us at the Wisconsin Beef Council. You can find our information at beeftips.com. Help us share that story. Or maybe you're not a producer. Maybe you're a consumer. Maybe you're a cranberry grower and you want to learn more. I don't care who you are. You can reach out to us and we will be there to help guide you through the information. It's going to be a busy month for sure. May is Beef Month in Wisconsin. That's Caitlin Riley, new communications coordinator for the Wisconsin Beef Council. And as she said, so many different ways that they're working to interact with the consuming audience, answering those questions, helping them better understand the sustainability play that Wisconsin beef plays for all of us. And like she said, stay connected with all of the social media messages that are out there as well. Remember, it's beeftips.com, Wisconsin Beef Council, across those social media platforms. Take advantage. May is Beef Month. This Checkoff Chat brought to you courtesy of your Wisconsin Beef Checkoff Dollars. And remember, dairy producers, that can involve you as well. Also, special.